so blessed to have you with us again today. It's another beautiful day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. It is our prayers, it is our expectations that God's blessings will be upon you even as you worship with us today. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah. I see you in the service. Yes, I joined the pastors to say yes, you are welcome to this service. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great service. Psalm 100 verse 2 says, Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. I want you to get ready to worship God with gladness in your heart and with singing. I pray that he will inhabit your praises and meet you at the point of your needs. Enjoy the service and let us praise the Lord together. Glory. Hallelujah. 
God bless you. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah this morning. Somebody praise the Lord. Shall we please rise gorgeously before our King this morning? Let's exalt Him. Let's rise up as we magnify Jesus this morning. Let's lift those hands to heaven and say, Father, we give you all the glory for the first impact service of 2022. Let's exalt Him. Come on, come on. Somebody make some noise for that. Come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Father, we praise your name, we give you the glory. Come on, lift those hands to heaven and call him by his name. Say, we exalt you, we magnify you. You are faithful, you are holy because of who you are. Because of who you are, I give you glory. Because of who you are, I give you praise. Because of who you are, I will lift my voice and say, Lord, I worship you. Because of who you are, oh, Lord, I worship you. As a church, lift our hands and sing together. Sing. Because of who you are, I give you glory. Let it come from your heart this morning. Heavy body sing. Because of who you are, I give you praise. Yes, Lord. Come on. Because of who you are. Because of who you are, Lord, I worship you. Lord, I worship you. Because 
fight and sip with song. Are you ready this morning, everybody? Yeah. It says, I got a song and I sing it loud. Praise is pouring out. My praise is pouring out. And I will dance in your freedom now. You have brought me out. You have brought me out. Let's hear you sing it out. I got a song and I sing it loud. Sing it out. Yes, yes. Come on. 
Did they save you? Did they lift you on? Say yes, yes. Did they turn your life around? Did they make a way for you? Did they heal your body? Yes, yes. Will you praise him? Will you lift him high? Will you shout it out? Say yes, yes. Did they lift up your head? Did they make a way for you? Did they turn your life around?
unto the King of Kings, unto the Lord of Lords. Forever he's faithful. Forever he's strong. Forever he's with us. He will never leave our side. We worship you, oh God. This morning we just want to say victory belongs to you.
Oh Lord, we thank you. King of kings, Lord of lords, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. Open your mouth, somebody begins to worship the name of the Lord. Lift up your voice, somebody. If the Lord has been good to you, seeing you through the end of yet another month, beginning 2022, you have every reason to thank this God for the psalmist said the other day, for I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help comes from you, O God, who created heaven and earth, Lord. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. You are the reason for our being. You are the reason why we are still on our feet. For many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered them all. Father, we thank you for your deliverance. We thank you for the opportunity to stand before you, O God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are the King of kings and Lord of lords. Don't stop somebody. Worship the name of this Lord. Continue to exalt the name of this God. Lift up your voice, O God. For he is the King of kings and Lord of lords. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. He is the God of Isaac, Jacob, and Abraham. Let that miracle show up on time in the 
before you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, behold the voice of your people. We have come from all works of life. We have come with an expectant heart, Lord. Father, as your word is released, as the worship is released, oh God, may you meet every expectation of the righteous people before you in the name of Jesus. Let no one's blessing be cut short, Lord. Let the captives be set free. Let those in bondage be loosed. Let the sick be healed. Let the lame walk. Let the blind see. Let there be miracles, oh God. Arise, oh God. And let your presence be made evident in our midst. That as your word come, oh God. Speak to your servant, Lord. Let his words have an impact on our life. Let that which you have expectation be met in the name of Jesus. If you believe that, put your hands together and give God praise. Let's welcome the angel. morning I come here with a conviction that God is not only a good God, he's not only a good father, but he's strong enough to lift us up out of everything that we're going through. So this morning, I want you to say no more bondage. No more bondage. I want you to raise your fist and say no more bondage. No more bondage.
from suicide thoughts. You are free in the name of Jesus. You are coming out of every bondage. You are coming out of every delay. You are coming out. You are stepping out. 2022 is not yet waiting for. It is time to rise. It is time to rise. It is time to shine. It is time to come forward. It is time to move somebody.
you not to move that regret has cost you uh, to stay paralyzed in the state you are that that regret has cost you not to fulfill that which God is calling you to fulfill to enjoy which that God has provided for you if you're here with me I just want to pray for you just so you know this is a man standing before you that has also been held down by regret in the past and is walking through his own journey so I want to walk with you in this journey. I want to commit you onto God's hands. I want to break the chain of regret. I don't know what that regret is. God did not reveal it to me. But I did hear regret. So if you are here and there's a regret, whatever it is, a decision you've made, something you did, something you were not supposed to do, somebody you interacted with, whatever it is, just indicate real quick for about a second, put your hands down. Not to me, but to God. Just raise your hands real quick. Raise your hands. Put it down. Raise it real quick. Put it down. God is the one looking at you. And so I come into agreement with you. I come into alignment with that which God has planned for you. Today we stand on the altar of God. We stand in the presence of God. And I break the chain of regret over your life in the name of Jesus. I declare that you are set free 
in the name of Jesus. Bible says that who with the Son sets free is free indeed. I declare over you that you are free. Free from that regret. Free from that regret. Free from that mistake in the name of Jesus. And he who the Son sets free is free indeed. Enjoy the grace of God. Thank you, mighty Father, for in Jesus' name we have prayed. And so, Heavenly Father, we commit this service unto your hands. Do that which only you can do. Speak, liberate, heal, lift up, bless, favor. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Now, before you sit down, there's about three people I want you to show honor to. And we are going to celebrate God Almighty. Come on, let's celebrate God Almighty. Let's celebrate God Almighty. We give him all the honor. While you're standing, we're going to have our pastor sit down and we're going to celebrate this man, this father. Pastor, sit down. Let's celebrate him for always, always sharing the altar with little known people like us. And finally, honor yourselves. Come on. Honor the grace of God on yourselves. Honor the blessings of God on yourself. Honor the miracle of God on yourself. Let's sit down in God's wonderful presence. Amen. 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 I am hoping that our online family celebrated themselves also. So please celebrate yourselves as you join us in this worship. Praise the Lord. I want to welcome you all to this very first um, next um, impact service of 2022. Come on, let's celebrate. Let's celebrate. This year, we start our journey to our fifth year, and we believe that God has a lot in store uh, for us. Again, we thank the leadership of this church, our mother and our father in the Lord that has given this opportunity to little-known people uh, like us to walk our way and sometimes fumble our way through this, but yet uh, always supporting us and cheering us along. And so we thank God for that uh, grace and that leadership. Praise the Lord. Uh, let's jump right into the word of God. Today I'm going to be speaking about a rising from obscurity to relevance. Rising from obscurity to relevance. We're going to base our text on John chapter 5 from verses 1 to 11. John 5, 1 to 11. I'm going to use the New King James Version. It says, after this... There was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. In this lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first, after the stirring of the water, was made well of whatever diseases he had. Now, a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he already had been in that condition a long time, he said to him, do you want to be made well? Verse 7, the sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps in before me. And Jesus said to him, Rise. Somebody say, Rise. 
Say, rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed and walked. And that day was the Sabbath. The Jews therefore said to him, who was cured, it is the Sabbath. It is not lawful for you to carry your bed. As if they were blind. Verse 11, he answered them, he who made me well said to me, take up your bed and walk. Then they asked him, who is the man who said to you, take up your bed and walk? But the one who was healed did not know who it is, who it was. For Jesus had withdrawn and a multitude being there, uh, being in that place. Praise the Lord. So we're going to be speaking about from obscurity to relevance. So this year, I believe that God wants us to rise from obscurity. Like the very blind man in this story, uh, which is our anchor story, whose relevance and whose engagement in what God is calling him to do in his life was limited by his blindness. He lived in obscurity and this impacted his life so much, making him irrelevant Potentially almost making him non-existence to life because of his blindness. And I believe that God wants to give us sight during this season. He wants to give us vision during this season so that we are relevant and we can fulfill that which God has called us to do. I know for some of us, I don't want to take it for granted. But obscurity means a state of being unknown. Inconspicuous or unimportant. Obscurity is a state where someone is just not engaged. You are, you are irrelevant. And the Spirit of God is going to speak to each and every one of you concerning what this obscurity means in your own life. Where are you not engaged in life for the blindness that you are experiencing? Where in life have you become irrelevant because of the limitation that seems to be facing you at this time. And so I'm going to be sharing with you some points as to how you can come, how you can rise from obscurity to relevance. I'm, I'm going to be teaching and we're going to be stepping through some of these verses together and God revealing some things to us. For you to rise from obscurity to relevance, you have to despise the familiar. Somebody tell your neighbor, despise the familiar. In verse 3 of our text, it says, In this lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed. They were all waiting for the moving of the water. All right, 35 minutes. When I read the scripture, I like to turn it into a movie. And I then ask the spirit, help me step into the story and see if I can see the picture like a movie. And then when I began to see the scripture in a movie, I saw a man who somehow found himself into Bethesda. And when he entered the place, everything that he saw was disability. Everything that he saw was sick people, blind people, paralyzed people, people who were 
so to speak, irrelevant. They could not impact life because something had tied them down. Because something had limited them. And so at the end of the day, as soon as he entered that atmosphere, he conformed to that atmosphere. Because that was what he saw every day. Bible says Jesus perceived. He said he had been there for 38 years. 38 years of non-activity. There are some of us, whatever your obscurity is, whatever your blindness is, it's held you down for so long, you have become irrelevant. You have refused to participate in life, in that which God has called you to because of this so-called limitation that Newsflash is temporal. Huh. So for you to rise from austerity, you have to despise that which is familiar. For this man, he made his pain define him. He made his limitation define him. In fact, he planned his life Around that which was impacting him. Bible says in Jeremiah 29, 11, says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Says they are plans for good, not for disaster. Says to give you a future and a hope. Now, some of you are saying that this scripture... How does he apply to that man? Some of you are thinking and saying, are you sure when, when that scripture was written, are you sure God had this man in his mind? Does God have me in mind when he wrote the scripture? Because this limitation seemed to be permanent. This issue seemed to be permanent. This problem seemed not to have a solution. May I submit to you that God is a mathematician and he has factored your problem into the equation already. And it doesn't matter. His word stands and that word says, I will give you a hope and a future. So that is why you don't plan your future with your pain. I'm going to repeat it. Do not plan your future with your pain. Plan your future with that which God has promised you. It's not your performance. It's God's performance. I did say I was teaching, not preaching, right? So let me turn it down. All right. This very next one applies to a lot of us. Reject the multitude syndrome. Reject the multitude syndrome. Let me show you. Something real quick. How many of us remember the story of the four lepers who their country then, this is in 2 Kings 7, their, 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 their nation had been besieged by the Syrians and they had gone into famine. And unknown to them, God had driven out the Syrians, but everybody did not know. But it came to a point that these four lepers began to say, 
If we go, we may die. If we stay, we will probably die. So we are going to go. Now, what did they do? I imagine there were tens of thousands of people in that city. And these four people decided not to go with what the multitude were doing. Can I tell you something, guys? Most times, the multitudes are wrong. Most times, the multitude are wrong. A lot of people, you ask them, why are you doing what you're doing? Either it's business, it's career, that's what everybody's doing. Now, please don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you can't talk to people, find out how successful they are, and then follow counsel. That's not what I'm saying. But most people follow the multitude blindly. Because this is what obtains, so I'm just going to do the same thing. Can I speak to singles? Am I, can I speak to singles? Can I speak to singles? Okay. I will speak to you. When I talk to some of you, you do what everybody is doing. But the funny thing is you are very picky with what everybody is doing. Because, for example, if everybody was robbing a bank, for some reason you would not rob a bank. 